Hey everyone, welcome to the Weekly Hustle Podcast, and I'm your host, Jennifer Lynn. Um, we're on episode 11 of season 2 of the Weekly Hustle, and guys, I have a very special guest. Um, it is Paolo Tolentino. Hey, hi everyone. Hope you guys are, <laughs> hope you guys and girls are having like a fun Sunday. Sunday, yeah, Monday usually. Hangover free. With <laughs> <laughs> a hangover free. <laughs> um, we finally are sitting here actually doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. Finally. We've been like planning it since. Since last year. So Paolo and I met in May yeah. of last year, 2018. During AJ's. During AJ's solo show. So I guess, I think I was like, inter- that was also my first time meeting AJ, right? And then this British guy that's Filipino <laughs> walks up to me with his accent. And I was like, oh, this is guy he, seems... Is he playing with me? <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy seems like a fraud. <laughs> no, but you're like the first Filipino guy that I've ever met with a with British accent? accent. Oh, there's a lot of really us. Threw, it, it really threw me off. There's a lot of us. A lot of us. Yeah. I love London. Did I tell you? No. Nah, can nah. you tell? Can you tell me how again? Like, cause I forgot. How did you even? Like how I got to work. Yeah. Okay. So like, um, my dad he works for the DFA, the Department of Foreign Affairs yeah. in the Philippines. So when I was like, eleven years old, he got sent to uh, England. Okay. Your so, dad's full Filipino. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and yeah, for work, too. for work. Like he had yeah. to move there for work. So. Lucky. Are you an only child? Nope. You're so not. I have a I have a sister and the same mom, like yeah. same actual parents. And I yeah. have a three no two half sisters and one half brother Younger. with the same dad. Yeah. Younger. And then because my dad's a player. I mean, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's expected of a Filipino yeah. father, right? Yeah. And my mom has a daughter with a. Yeah, with someone else as well. So okay, are you the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest. You unfortunately, are, you I feel are. sorry for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they have so much to live up to. Yep. I <laughs> feel <laughs> um, so sorry for them. So you you went, you went to England at 11 years old, or yeah, just your uh, yeah. When I was uh, so, uh, moved there Jul- July 20, no, yeah, July 20. 2002. Okay. Yeah. 2002. And so you were originally living in the Philippines. Yeah. Where in the Philippines? Um, Quezon City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then, mainland. Yeah. After After six, six and a half years. Did you go to school in England? Yeah. Uh, How was that? It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I swear. Feel, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, Especially your, your English. So. <laughs> I, went, I went to like one, one of like the worst ranked schools in, in like in our what do you call it here no in our state so basically in england yeah so okay like our, where was this it's called bushy hall school okay but now it's like really good like they changed the name is bushy academy and now people like line up it sounds like get, bullshit academy yeah bushy bushy bushy, <laughs> bushy. Hall school yeah okay was it like near london or is it it's like if you compare out. it to like to new york yeah it, it'll be like somewhere in uh long island so it'll okay like Glencoe, Glencove or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. The the proximity. Yeah. To yeah. Okay. Got so it. you could like take the train. So was you, your sister, your mom? No, my my sister, my stepmom, my dad, and they had a baby there, my brother. Okay. So yeah. then you were then you lived in 
England for, for like six years. I moved back summer of no, I moved left, back to Philippines. Yeah, August two thousand and eight. So yeah, that's like six years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How was that transition? So how it old were you? It was crazy. Like I was, I was seven. I think I was 17 turning 18. See, like, this is a thing that, like, I don't even... I've been born... I'm born and raised in New York. In New York yeah. And me even thinking about, like, moving out of this environment after yeah. 27 years is really scary. Yeah, I can't yeah. even imagine growing up, like, as a young kid, going from an environment like Philippines yeah, and to then, England, yeah. back Culture to Philippines, yeah. now to New York. Yeah. Um, so and then with a very like different family dynamic i think i think another thing that we often don't um really take a second to like even just acknowledge how far we've come even at coming from immigrant parents yeah the family dynamics are always so complicated Uh it's not like you're it's not like when you grow up in america like it's not like we had like an example of a nuclear family you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like our family dynamics were always so weird yep like, like I grew up not knowing I had like older siblings in yeah, the Philippines yeah. and now at the age of like 27 are we finally all in one country at the mm. same time yeah. so me trying to adjust to that and you know this it's their first time so I always find it so interesting especially speaking to fellow Filipino, kind of their family dynamic, because yeah, I know yeah. it's not always like the uh, like it's not a cookie cutter. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's weird, like especially like because like most of my friends, of course, they were like mostly white. Yeah. So like they were comparing like what my life was compared to theirs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, oh my, my dad let me do this, and like my dad won't, you know? Because like yeah. Asian parents. Where were this super yeah. strict? Was your parent? Were your parents? Well, my dad right? wasn't. That strike, nah, with me, strict. nah. Yeah, he was like, do what you want. But then there was like certain, like my friends went out. I think we were like 15. Like yeah. my friends would like go out to house parties and I couldn't go until yeah. I was 16, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? especially in the Filipino culture, we're not really, they don't really, you going out with your friends, like yeah. they don't, they're not well, That's really what I found shocking when I moved back to the Philippines. Yeah. I was like, so I was going to university, college. Yeah. And like I was 18 and everyone in my class, they were like 16, 15. I'm like, you were in college at that age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like going out to drink. And yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. When you were in Philippines. Yeah. Yeah, over there sometimes, like, people, kids grow up really fast there yeah. too. Like yeah. at 16, you're like... Yeah, you're in college. You're By up. 20, you right. have a job. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So at you went back at the age of 18. 17. 17. Yeah, and I think, yeah. You 17. went to college there? Yeah, I went to college there. For, and then how long did you stay in the Philippines? I was there for five, five years. Because, no, yeah, five. Because, no, six. Because mm-hmm. I took one year off after, took one year off before going to college. Mm-hmm. And then I spent another five years in college. Because I switched, I switched schools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, having to, like. Adjust. Yeah, and, yeah adjust like, to, restart. like, restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick and I think the in, same in stuff. The in the Philippines, it's far easy. It's like very much more common to just like, like re like go yeah. back to school and yeah. like readjust. Because yeah. everyone that. does it. Everyone does yeah. it. Yeah. And then, at what age did you come here to New York? How old? How old was I? I think I was 20, 20, 23, 22. And by then, you were done. Yeah, I was like finished with college. Yeah. I was what like did you take back home? Marketing. Marketing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that had like 
I think I'm st- like, I don't know if I'm like able to apply like what I do. Yeah. Like, how was the education y- you feel like in the Philippines? I feel like they should change a bunch of stuff because like you know in college I was still like we had to do PE. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to like I'm wasting <laughs> my like, time on. I don't want to do sport. Yeah, like, not, <laughs> I, like, I, do I love do. sport, yeah, but yeah. it's like you know we were like having to do sports that we don't really like. Yeah. Like well, we have to do dance. Like I don't, I don't dance, man. <laughs> you won't even find You're me dancing Filipino in the club. You're Filipino and you don't dance. No, I don't. No. What a shame. Yep. <laughs> the Jabuakis would be would be mad. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I don't sing either. <laughs> <laughs> you are just you. You just need to be thrown out the window. Okay. <laughs> Disappointing. Um, no, I'm kidding. But um. So you came here, did marketing. Yeah. Now, what were you with your parents at? Like, w- did you come by yourself? Or nah. Like- so, <coughs> uh, we moved back to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I lived with them for a couple months, like six months, and I moved out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to move out now. Yeah. Like, I was like seventeen, eighteen, and then I moved back. I'm, they were here. Mm-hmm. Actually, one thing I regret is when my dad got sent to South Africa, and then they, he was there for a year, and I never came to visit. Oh yeah, I was like regretting it. Yeah, because like, I see pictures now and I'm like, oh, I damn, I wish I, I would. Yeah, I you probably like, got we gotten a lot of girls pregnant there. In South Africa, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't in the Philippines. <laughs> I think <laughs> not that you know of, but maybe after this podcast, some woman's gonna be, some kid is gonna be knocking on your it's door. That saying, guy, it's that guy. That's your that you're my father. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I regret not going to. South Africa and then yeah um, so I moved here I lived with him for like a year year mm-hmm. and a half and then he had to move back to the Philippines yeah but thank god like my visa got extended yeah so I got to stay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you don't so get that, to that answers the question like people have been asking me am I here legally or illegally <laughs> I'm like what the hell is, what kind of question is that yeah. good thing I'm not offended but <laughs> yeah I guess it's like really it's a, it's a hard line to draw because sometimes you just don't know right? yeah exactly and like yeah and people that are at risk of being deported or leaving or not here legally sometimes you wouldn't even expect it yeah you exactly know? yeah this yeah. type of these and uh, we're going into like um sa- 21 savage yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> I don't know uh, what. <laughs> like seriously, what? Um, and if you can imagine, if a person like him has this type of issue, yeah, like exactly, the number yeah. of people that this this type like immigration laws actually yeah. impact, yeah. Um, it's but you get some insight into it because yeah. your dad is like a yeah. diplomat uh-huh. and and all that, and you. And that's another thing. Like <coughs> you know, Twenty One Savage was here illegally. Yeah, he he was able to like. Have this whole have career. this whole career like that's how useless <laughs> ice really is. Is right and how broken our system yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it, and it's all it's all just like targeted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are really not like who have the risk of being deported are really not even concerned or even paying attention yeah. because they're too busy like trying to put food on the yeah table. exactly like i have to eat tomorrow right like i like have no food for tonight. them yeah. whatever border you're talking about yeah exactly yeah, not, yeah, they like, don't care it's a risk it's like, a risk yeah either way if i don't if i'm if i stay at home scared i'm gonna go hungry mm-hmm. i might as well try to eat as much as i can and i get deported back to wherever yeah. i'm from um but why do people think that like 
like when people ask you, I guess I sometimes get that question, like, were you really born mm, here? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, and I and and sometimes I don't even really think about it because I feel like I've just been born into this privilege mm. of just knowing that I'm okay yeah. being here. But then when I really talk to people where you know immigration <coughs> law like really affects them, I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm really lucky. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but we can talk forever on immigration. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I think as well, like, it's pretty new for like Filipinos to be like. To have be, that being born here, yeah, not yeah, yeah. like Hispanics. Yes, yeah. You know, like they've been doing, like they've been coming here since. Yeah. The so, early nineteen hundreds. So, so this is something I want to ask you, like you coming here, how did you make friends, or how did you get acquainted with the Filipino community or the people that you know now? So, like when I first moved here, I. I volunteered for the Philippine consulate. Yeah. Like, just, I was still waiting for my work permit. Mm -hmm. Might as well volunteer. They were gonna, like, gonna give me food money, so that was fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I met, like, a couple co workers there. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not friends I with them anymore. <laughs> Long story. Yeah. And then I actually just met, like, the Fobs, like, two years ago. Yeah, so, really? Yeah. How did you meet AJ? I, so I will, I, I've been following, like, artists like Sax Six for a while. Uh huh. And then. He posted a show, and I just moved to Queens that time in LIC. So and at this point, you didn't know I really didn't know any anyone, of them. Anyone, like I, only like I was following like specific street artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I didn't know like them personally. Yeah. So I went to this show, and I saw this dream big thing. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Took a photo, tagged them on Instagram. Yeah. And then I went through his Instagram because that's what you do, right? Like when you follow someone, yeah, you just go, yeah. <laughs> And then, am I the only one that do that? <laughs> AJ, he kind of stalked you. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. So, so I saw like, he, he's Filipino. So I tagged And him then like, once you met him, you kind of met yeah, all these people. Yeah. No, it's, it's really true because I don't, I had not really, I want to say like, I, I didn't really know the street art crew yeah, like yeah. that until like I scene, really yeah. met AJ. Yeah. And then, then I met all of you guys and it kind of, yeah. it's like, you you meet one and then you kind yeah, of just I think meet it helps all of when them you meet at the one, same time. I think it helps when you know one person. Yeah. Because like through that one person, there's this book I read about this, like how your connections are made through one person. Yeah. So without that one person, <laughs> that one person you wouldn't have met this, this like, maybe your future. I know. I call, I say AJ has like the artist clout. Yeah, like he, yeah. Really does. he knows like he the really, right people. He does. And, and now I feel like far more connected. Like, I'm still learning more about my own heritage and mm. what being a Filipino yeah, means to me yeah. and the role it plays in my life. But I think as we get older, <coughs> we're trying to carry those values through that yeah. we've learned, but also trying to get out of this traditional mindset. Yeah. Because I think our, our parents, we're still, I would consider, we're really first generation kind yeah. of, um, and I even consider you like American Filipino yeah. just because you've kind of, are now growing up into this yeah to the to this whole, world and yeah. this culture and like we have different values than our parents yep. you know um, I want to touch base on working for the consulate and kind of like because um, I used to work for the consulate too mm -hmm. and on, on another project on um, the Philippine American and you know people have different experiences and this is yeah. something that like I think w us as Filipinos. Um, growing up are are all kind of like 
the working culture is different. The working culture is different, yeah. but also like we are so we value the traditions, but yeah. at the same time, and we respect our parents. But we're I think we're a generation that's all going into something completely different that our parents were not really like privy to. Yeah. Like you know, like. Probably they thought that you're either gonna go into nursing, accounting, finance, law, da, law like yeah. law, <laughs> stuff like that. And then now you have this. What I've been realizing is that art, art, it, art has always been a big part of Filipino culture. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we look at Filipino TV shows. Filipino, you know, they're big into acting, and then uh-huh. they're also big singing, into singing and dancing. And I think of my own family. If I just think of my immediate family, like my tita does karaoke every freaking weekend. Mm. She's like writing songs, but then everyone has like their own, you know, kind of skills. Yeah. I guess when you would you say that you always were interested in art growing up? Uh, always, like. Uh, so in high school we had this art class, mm-hmm. and then that was like my introduction to it. Well, yeah. so even when I was a kid, like you know, growing up in the Philippines, you'd watch anime and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to draw like anime, anime characters. characters. Yeah, that's but then cool. like I never really like pursued it. So because like I was more interested in sports back then. Like, right. I wanted to be a sports doctor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I w- I've always followed like. Not followed, but like I've always, always like, had read like, the yeah, yeah like about Van Gogh, um, Picasso, you know those yeah the famous famous artists, artists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then came across street art in tw- two thousand seven when you when, came um, here. Nah, this was oh, still like in England. Still. Yeah, when um when Obama was running and then Shepard Ferry made the Hope oh, poster. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, since then I've just followed. I, I don't care like what type of art it is. I yeah, would, you just somewhere you know, always yeah. like followed like, it. Because I don't see myself as just like you know I've been doing murals. Yeah, but, like yeah, yeah. that's not like really my like long term goals. Yeah. Like right now I'm learning like other techniques. You know. Yeah. So, so when we met last year, right at that pop up, how I know when we spoke, I think something that really stuck with me was that you were you set a goal for yourself to really start doing more art yeah because yeah. at that point you didn't you were really just I had zero murals <laughs> <laughs> I think you were just really getting intro introduced to that world yeah and like yeah. for me I was just like seeing AJ's one-man show I'm like how did yeah. this one guy create all create of this all the, yeah. and then something you were on this podcast before because I asked for your feedback on the one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like so at the you, end. Yeah, yeah I was at the like, very yeah, yeah. end. You were, um, and then something that you kind of talked about was um, being in your know, being um, knowing AJ and knowing um, watching him put together this one man show. You've been inspired to kind of even try to pursue yeah, your own art. Yeah, because if he can do it, why can't I? Yeah, yeah right. That's, that's the mindset. So how since May? How has like. Since that time, where you had zero murals, where are you at today in your art uh, journey? So, uh, I I just painted like a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In Harlem. Yeah. I think I'm like, I painted my first mural in July. You painted your first mural in July, and yeah. what was that? It was for this school for, for Jeff, for Jeff Miller. Yes. Yeah, f- yeah. With that, um, Mark, is that school yeah, in Brooklyn? Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Marco and all <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. 
I got discouraged after that actually because I Why? tried doing this abstract thing, but not many people really got it. Because mm -hmm. like I f that's when I realized like maybe with street art with murals, people don't really want to think. Hmm. It's not like because like I tried going for a piece that will make people like really think. Yeah. Yeah. It was really simple, but I don't think people like really got it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll do like straight more like straightforward kind of stuff, like yeah, you know, where people just. That's Let's interesting because, yeah. um, you know, I had Xavier on the podcast, mm -hmm. like, I think two weeks ago. And something he said that he really wants to create art that makes people, like, really question yeah. themselves and every, like, when they look at it, yeah. they, they, it, make, it forces yeah. them to think. And now when, now, when I, like, look at, I think because we kind of take... We often take art for granted. Yeah, I we think. do. Yeah, um, that's another thing. That's why sometimes you can't make murals that will like will make you think. You know, right, right, right. Know? Because because I I think that we take art for granted because we just see something beautiful and yeah. then we first thing we want to do is take a picture. Yep, or selfie. Like, yeah, selfie and everything. It's like if it's on Instagram, like just yep. make it more Instagramable, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. But what we don't realize is that there's this whole process yeah. that an artist goes through to even create that yeah. one thing that we yeah. are just like completely discrediting. Uh -huh. So like something that, um, you know, me as like an observer or someone watching is just like you really have to like take the time yeah to like number one value the art but number two try to understand the artists and where they're coming yeah. from and and the the investment you know they've put into that's just why museums they have like the stories about the right artists. like yeah. that's the whole point yeah. right and um I could go into like art politics forever yeah. uh -huh. you know I think there's this whole discussion this greater yeah. discussion but so, how many murals do you have now? I think, oh, like 12, <coughs> That's crazy. Yeah. From May? Yeah, from May. I've only, yeah, I've be, I started painting in July 2016. Yeah. So, almost two years. And what would you say is your, I guess, like, um, your theme of, like, what? Right now, like, you were there when I painted Princess Diana, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. So I don't know if you've noticed, but most most portraits I've paint are of like women that yeah, aren't really being like they were they were significant but aren't really talked about. Right, I get it. So like Amy Winehouse, yeah, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey, yeah, she's like that. That was a commission. That's why. Yeah. She, yeah oh, but, really? Okay. Yeah, she, and then you did Princess Diana. Yeah, Princess Diana. Um, I recently did Princess Leia. Yeah. Um. For the others, but yeah, I want like I want young girls yeah to look to read about these women yeah and to learn from what they did because back in their day, like what they were doing was almost impossible. Right, right, and we look at them now as like kind of very prominent public figures but during their time yeah. they were kind of like against the norm yeah exactly yeah like like princess diana modernized 
the princess being princess yeah 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 um and see like princess like Meghan markle and princess kate wouldn't even well, yeah exactly it wouldn't yeah. be nothing without princess diana they're they're, but they're commoners right right they're not like because usually they marry within mm-hmm. like so basically they're like marrying like their third fourth cousin which is basically yeah, <laughs> yeah like Meghan markle and uh, what's her name the other one um kate yeah kate Middleton, like they're yeah. they're commoners like right. they're, they're normal people normal people mm-hmm. so yeah like i don't think that would have happened if it wasn't for yeah princess diane and how she taught her sons you know? right yeah right on how to i how guess to be yeah be with women and and all that um what has been your favorite piece you would say that you've commissioned um, and are not favorite one is the blondie one at Underhill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah by Jeff Beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like before my time. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty old. <laughs> you, we're actually the same yeah, age. Yeah, I know. I'm just like you. Just have an old soul. Yeah, I do. Like most of my friends are older than me. But you have an old soul. Yeah, I do. Like I feel like I'm in like my mid. Maybe 30s. that's your England. Your. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in my mid thirties for real. <laughs> maybe that's maturity. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. So, blondie. what is um, okay? But you also have a full time job. Yeah. You're not a full time artist, which is no. what I wanted to talk yeah. about too. So, so you are in what are what? What's so, your fields? So now? Um, I work for a firm that we provide like jewelry stores. No, yeah, jewelry stores with the high-end watches that they need. Okay. So I'm the office manager. Well, not I don't know. That's my title, but like I'll do more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the bitch. No, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you know, people positioned lower than me actually tell me what to do. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so, I would yeah, say I'm the one bitch. because you're Filipino, but. <laughs> <laughs> you function as a Filipino woman. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. How long have you been in that position for? Um, I've been working for the company since two thousand, late two thousand fifteen. Mm. So almost four years now. Yeah. yeah, and I think also when you and I both spoke. I was just really starting out this yeah. podcasting life. That was your right? season one that episode eight. That was my season eight, one. Yeah, yeah, some episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think uh, AJ's is episode eight or seven or something yeah. like that. And so I began to. That was really my first step into having a side hustle, mm. like podcasting. Yeah. Like yeah. I always had, like I had my career, and I was at the time. Um, I wasn't. I was studying for my certification as mm. well. And I didn't have it back then. But then when I started podcasting, it became my side hustle. And I think you and I talked about just like when you be have like a nine to five, you just get into a routine. Yeah. And yeah. you almost look for happiness within the nine to five. Yeah. But then what I learned doing a podcast and just having other outlets mm-hmm. to find quote unquote happiness yeah. that like people are searching in all the wrong places so like yeah. you look for your nine to five to make you happy yep. but that's not going to make you happy yeah, exactly that's yeah. literally paying the bills uh-huh. barely and after <laughs> right. that people try to look for the for happiness in the bottom of the of the beer bottle the beer cans the beer bottles you know yeah, yeah that's what yeah. i used to do so. <laughs> <laughs> the beer bottle <laughs> maybe we still do i don't know um 
maybe there are weeks that we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so how has balance and being an artist plus also managing your full-time job plus also trying to maintain a social life? I think it's all about time management, meaning trying to figure out who deserves your time. Yeah. Because like, you know, like when I started being like when I started painting, yeah, like, I figured out who I need to like leave behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, I've moved around a lot, so I know yeah. like it's easy no, for me. You know? Yeah. But like, yeah, you have being to more cognizant of who you, you put your energy with. with. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, if you if you guys are listening, my friends, if I ask you to come out with me, that <laughs> that means a lot because yeah. I don't waste my time. Right, right. But yeah, like you know, you get these people that have excuses like I can't do this, what yes. I love to do, because like yeah. I have a job. But then you see them on Instagram posting like they're getting drunk every right. night. Right, or stuff. or people who are so are complaining that they're not doing what they love. Yeah, or they are not. Um, this frustrates me a lot. Um, people are complaining they're doing they're not doing what they love but also people who are just complaining that they're unhappy with their life, with their life but yeah. yet when you have an opportunity you don't show yeah up. exactly yep. so like if that's like saying like I'm ha- unhappy with my nine-to-five and you were dreaming of being an artist and yeah. someone gave you this once-in-a-lifetime yep. opportunity to even paint a mural at a school uh-huh. or at some and you just don't show up yeah exactly and that pisses me off yep because to me I think showing up is the it's, first yeah step. it's what counts yeah it's what's it, yeah. it, it doesn't matter if it was if you were ready to do that work or prepare mm-hmm. like you gotta be ready. Yep. You know, and I think now more than ever, life happens so quickly, and you can't waste. You can't. Time. Yeah, because people aren't gonna wait around for you. Either. No one's gonna wait around for you. Opportunity is not gonna wait for you. Exactly, and it's not like oh, one opportunity closes the other one, one opens. No, it, it doesn't no, work. No, it like doesn't that. work like that. <laughs> that opportunity is there, and it's yep. closed when it's closed, uh-huh. and then who knows when the other when one the, will open? Yep, exactly. Talk about that. Would you say like in this journey of have you said, I guess in this like first year of really investing time and energy into mm-hmm. your art, how important is it to always show up and to also, you know, say yes to these things? With me, like, since I started doing this, mm-hmm. I've said yes to everything, Every- even if I can't do it. <coughs> like, I painted, it, I painted this, one of my first paid murals was for this bar mm-hmm. in the Lower East Side. And they asked me if I can do it. Yeah. And and inside and in inside I know deep inside I knew I couldn't. Yeah. But I said yes because like it pushed me to learn how to paint like yeah the portrait. So that's that's where actually like if I didn't if I said no to that wall, I don't think I'd be painting the portraits I paint now. That's interesting. Because I wouldn't have been pushed to learn. Yeah. How to do it I like really that. believe that the. Um, growth happens when you are uncomfortable exactly. and when yeah. you're challenged. Yeah. So, like putting yourselves in uncomfortable positions and uh-huh. saying yes to things that, like, you would be, f- you kind of fear. Yep. Is when is is when you get to grow, and that's yeah. when it really you you challenge yourself. Yeah, exactly. You have yeah. to, even if it like like one of my be- one of my best friends. Like since I started painting, she tried it as well, but she wasn't getting the the result that she wanted mm-hmm. after two weeks she gave up and I was like you shouldn't yeah, do that you, you know shouldn't do like, that. It I think takes, that it takes a while to 
get the results that you right. want. Right, and and you always talk about this too, and you're very honest, especially every time I've kind of seen you do your art. When I did the when I showed up to the Princess Diana thing, mm-hmm. I think what's um, what's cool about it and and how is that you know that there's a lot of growing for like yeah. you as an artist, like yeah. you eat and. And what's amazing is that you have such a great support system around yeah. you yep. of artist friends that are willing yeah. to teach you and and show you way like you know how to do things. Yep. And, and I just think that's incredible because the assumption sometimes people make is that like oh this person already knows it mm, or you know yeah. what I mean. Sometimes we as humans are not good at taking feedback. Yeah, I think. Like the key to that is just you know like say you I tell you something that you already knew yeah just pretend that you didn't right because yeah that's no, what that's, I do like I pretend oh okay yeah right, 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 right. <laughs> but I knew how I knew I was about to do that but right. All right but also sometimes it's it's a good reminder people yeah, tell exactly. you because they have they're really looking out for you yeah. And, I think part of being a successful what I, like it doesn't matter what it is. Part of being a successful person is being able to take feedback mm-hmm. well. A lot of people don't know don't, how to take yeah. feedback well. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know how to give feedback yeah. in a way that doesn't sound condescending. Yeah. But um, I think that having the right people around you that yeah. also that's the key. Really. That that yeah. also wants your best interest is not just telling you things to one make you look bad or yeah. to make themselves yeah. look better because that's ego and when people tell you like to do something you don't have to take it all in mm-hmm. you know like people tell me to do something with my art I take like half of that and yeah, not take, take the other like, I don't need salt. the other half yeah. so right. let's take this a lot of people will give you unsolicited advice yeah. uh-huh. take what you what you want <laughs> yeah take what you want and then just let the other half yeah. out of the other ear yeah. you know um, in this past year, would you say that like you've been more experiential in terms of your art, or have yeah. you really? Okay. But I feel like there's so much more to learn because, like, right mm-hmm. now I stand so, but lately I've been practicing how to Free. draw, yeah, yeah, freehand. So I have so much more, and that's what I like about art. It's not like sports where you peak at a certain age, yeah, 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 yeah. and you just gradually. You know, become unfamous. You become, right, right, right. But I think with art, you get better the more you do it. So you never know. You never know. Like I, I, I can be doing this until and I'm everything dead. is how much time you put into it. Yeah, right. Ten thousand um, hours. 10, Have you read that book? No, but I yeah, want to. You need to. 10, I have to. I'm writing it down. Ten thousand. It's not. Nah, it's a chapter in that book. I forgot what it's called. It's, I'll send you. I'll send you the name of the book later. <laughs> <laughs> um. Since starting this art journey, have you been getting sleep? Like, how has that, like, how has the hustle been being a artist and also working full time? Uh, it's not easy. I mean, because I, ha- I also have a Saturday, no, not a Saturday job right now, a Sunday job. What's your Sunday job? So, I um, mean, in New York, you never meet yeah, one person who's doing one thing. Exactly. So, so uh, you got. I'm sure you're familiar with the Brooklyn Flea, right? So I met, I met one of the guys that owned the booth there, like a couple a year ago, and then Brooklyn Fleet. Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? Cause like it's like it goes on like throughout the whole year. What is that? It's like a flea market. In oh, boom. Where, oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah. And one time I was like, I was really broke, and then he 
he asked me like do you want to come help me out okay so I thought okay yeah why not like when I'm not when I'm not like making money off art I could use the money that I get from here see to the buy thing my about Filipinos supplies. they could do anything exactly and that's <laughs> what my granddad told me like my granddad like he took on every single everything, job yeah. yeah every single job like even if he didn't know how to do it he would do that's it that's what th- I, was, I was literally speaking to my mom about this like how we literally like I watch them and they literally take on anything yeah they take exactly. on any job yeah. yep. any job babysitting housekeeping whatever mm-hmm. whether they have the experience like and they just make ends meet you yep. know what I mean and you have to and we're out here making excuses yeah our generation our especially. generation yeah. makes excuses yep um I'm like, we don't want to do anything anymore. We just want to go. It's because we were spoon fed. Yeah, yeah. That's why. And people are so concentrated on working and putting so much time and energy into marketing, whatever it is, on they, they, social they media. Forget. That like they forget. Like fire Festival. <laughs> I literally watch both documentaries. Which one, which one do you prefer? I watch the uh, Hulu one and the Netflix one. I, I think because I watched the Netflix one, I kind of preferred that better. But it was so interesting with the Hulu one. But you know what is amazing? This guy is literally the biggest liar. Yeah, yeah. It's marketing. It's but the thing is, he speaks to our generation because that's that he's not the only one who's doing that. Yep. He's the only one who got who got caught. caught, Yeah, because it was like a huge thing. A huge thing, but people are doing it. People are selling false businesses and advertisements everywhere, and Uh like we are not even realizing that. When I first moved here in New York, so I was like. Job hunting, right? Consumerism. I was job hunting, and then there was like there was this company. I forgot what they're called. He- like hedge hunters. I'm, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. But like they were like the office was like amazing. It's in a uh, twenty third. It was on twenty third uh-huh. the office, and then so I was being interviewed, and I finally asked, "What the heck is the job?" Because you didn't like <laughs> put what the job is. Right, and they right, were like, right. They're like, "Here, oh, here's you're gonna an be, interview. You're gonna be walking around selling." Like electricity to people, like, huh? And then they made it like sound. So yeah, like they like made it sound so prestige. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, the no, the office was nice. I was like thinking about like, oh, that's gonna be my desk. Da, 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 yeah, da, yeah, da. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, screw that it. happens all the time. Yeah, it happens to so many fresh Pe- grads. Yeah, and not even fresh grads, you know, like normal people. <laughs> normal people. And then they find themselves in a sales job. Uh huh. And they think that they're gonna make all this money, and then they have to do all this commission. And, but that's that's the world we're living in now. Um, how has how diff, speaking of like marketing and stuff like that, how difficult has it been marketing your art and like m- like making sure people are aware? People are aware of my art. Yeah. Well, for me, that was like never my goal anyway. Yeah. Like to get views to make money out of it mm-hmm. I mean it's nice when I get paid you know because yeah. like I it's can an buy extra income yeah. yeah but like with the fobs it's been easier yeah but yeah like I think in, with the fobs I have like the least followers as well in our group like on Instagram well be- I, I guess I guess because you people are people actually like like my work I don't know I don't yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. They, like, they like my work more than I like my work <laughs> 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 I'm like do you like that? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, but that's because something may resonate with them. That yeah, they probably connect that, with it. Right. Yeah. And I think what you do is like really unique to, I guess. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Aside, com, 
each of you guys in the fob like like we have uh, can you talk about the fobs because i don't think my listeners know what the fob is the fobs is a group of filipino artists Mm -hmm. based in new york well now one's in manila right now and one's in chicago why did people think that jaffe was deported i know like it came up was that a rumor i don't know like so (laughs) in our group text like Merz was like, I heard there's, I heard there's a rumor going around about you. We were like, what? Apparently you got deported. And we were like, oh cracking up. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny, but so sad because I was cracking up when I heard that. I was like, yo. You had to like. So, Fobs is an artist community, and I think uh-huh. there's about there's eight. I think about eight of, eight of yeah. you guys, right? And um, this is like the Filipino street artist yeah. kind of. Um, and it consists of AJ, Paolo, AJ was like the OG. Um, yeah, AJ is like the head bitch in charge. <laughs> head bitch. Tito talk. Tito talks. I told him he should have his own talk show. He's such a motivational speaker. But yeah, yeah, I told um, him that as well. I said, when are you having your own TED talk? He's like, it's going to be called Tito talks. Yeah, um, he's, uh, one of his works is like got used on like an example in one of the TED one of the TED talks. Really? Yeah, I forgot who was doing it, but they called him. I was with him when they called him. Oh, that's that's and pretty. Like, is it okay to use your art in a TED talk? Yeah, that's so dope. Um, so it's you, uh, P- AJ, Mers, Mers, Jappy, Jappy, Cam, Mad- OG Millie, OG Millie, Mad Villain, Mad Villain, Kick or Treat, yeah, Kick and or RJ Treat, One, RJ One, yeah, that's eight of you guys, yeah. And then you have the um, the posse, like yeah. then, the gang uh, gang. The gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I had again. I met you at AJ's thing. And yeah, then, AJ's show. What did wh- then? You guys had the Fob show. Can you talk yeah, about the that Fob was show? In, uh, because November. No, December. December. A couple of days before Christmas. Yeah. So how did that come about? So we were actually planning to do it like. In I think October uh-huh. last year. Yeah. But then, you know, like, we had our own thing going on. Like, yeah. I was just, like, blowing up with my murals. I was getting commissions. Everyone else was, had their own projects. So. Yeah. Because it's, like, the end of summer, and that's yeah. when you guys had, like, the most exposure. You yeah. did the Roosevelt Art yeah, Festival exactly, thing. Yeah. And then that's why Jappy was here. It wasn't even for the Roosevelt Island thing. It was for the show that we were planning. He booked, like, the ticket. Oh, because like, that was, like, what, August? or sep- That was September. Was, yeah, September. Sept- wow, that's crazy. And then, I was just looking at my Instagram mm. of that day, um, and I was like, it's so crazy how time Yeah, time exactly, flies. exactly. And then you guys had a FOB show... December, um, December 20 yeah December 20 yes it 20. was around Christmas yeah, time yeah. because everybody was buying gifts yeah. and that even though like I know there was a lot of like see people don't realize how much work it takes to plan oh. something like that so you you know what happened yeah like, we had like a location a location booked and then it it fell through Did like it, a week before. Yeah. AJ was on vacation. I was like, We've no. already posted about it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know what the heck's going on. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. work. Oh. Um, but thank God to thank thank you for Emic, yeah. for the owner of one nine eight. One nine eight is a cool spot. Yeah, it is. It's a good it's like it's a good spot to do pop ups. Yeah. Yeah. People walk in twenty four seven. You could you could be open for twenty four hours and people will walk in. Yeah, Drunk in that people. area. That's it's a great area, and I think you guys have kind of made a footprint there already. So yeah, because AJ was like one of the no, he was a second 
artists to have a show there. Yeah. Since then, like, we've built a great relationship with the owners. Yeah. So, yeah, we were lucky. Like, they had that day open. Yeah. And you guys have done what almost, like... Well, you guys had the FOB show there, but... Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, what was your goal with that? It's just, it's like, to let people know that... Yeah. There's... You know, we're, we're a group. There's a whole community yeah, of Filipinos like that are taking communi- fucking yeah, over the yeah, New York City like, streets. Because you know, like we're known for like what, like dancing, singing, <laughs> karaoke. to carry, yeah, the karaoke. Yeah. So it's nice on oh, as nurses, you know. Yeah. So it's really. nice to like. And it's it's so awesome knowing that, like, because I think that our generation of Filipinos, we're not really like, especially our age, like, there's a lot of us here yeah. in New York City. Yeah. And it's very small, but we don't often like. We don't vibe with one another. Yeah, Yeah. like why? Like I mean, even me, I find myself saying like, "Oh, I don't really hang out with other Filipinos." Yeah. And I and I I ask myself, why do I keep saying that? Like I should be proud that like I get. You don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That I. I was like that back in the day in England. I was like, I don't hang out with the Filipinos. Yeah, I think because um, Filipino. You know when you have uh, your own culture and then they have another like like side of reputation. Yeah, There's yeah. cliques within your own yeah, culture. Yeah. Um, that's something that like as a community of Filipino Americans co- growing up in New York City mm. that I feel like we need to do better. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I grew up. Um, I guess. I was born being put into these like princess pageants and mm. raising money and it's crazy how you think of like how successful some of these non-for-profit organizations are here in the in New York yeah and all they do is put some girl in a tiara yeah. and say like raise enough um, whoever raises the most money gets to have this whole gala yeah right and then and then like us like you putting on a show like and how why is it so hard for filipinos to like buy into art but then yeah. when it comes to like, like a whole gala pageants, where they yeah. get to 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 just have a a me- like a, a fancy meal and yeah. a dress like people are so willing to yeah i mean money. don't get me wrong there are a lot of filipinos that appreciate art yeah but then there are a lot that don't realize the they don't see the value right i mean not just filipinos in general yeah i heard my boss earlier yeah talking about how someone buying a painting with a dot on for a million dollars is stupid you know like he doesn't get it yeah they don't get it um i think that people well the thing is art is seen as a luxury yeah and it's to show off like right like you only care about art because you're rich but like Art really starts a lot of times with like an expression of the. If you if you look at some of the famous artists, like they were broke when they did some, some of their of, best. Some work. of them were. Yeah, yeah. Some of the, some of them are. Some of them were. I believe Picasso was rich. I think because there's this rumor that he was poor. So Picasso <laughs> was rich. He was I mean, rich. Come on, he was a womanizer. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have been able to do that broke. <laughs> 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 all these females how could he be exactly, that broke exactly. yeah no he that's true woman. Um, what does Paolo the artist want to be known for hmm I, I haven't thought about that but right now I just want to be known as someone that like that insp- like 
because I couldn't like draw. I can't draw. Like yeah. I'm practicing. So like, I know so many people who are more talented than me, like mm-hmm. more creative than me. But right now, probably home watching Netflix <laughs> on Netflix watching. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I want to be known as that guy that made these other people like get up, get off their bed and do something about their talents. Interesting. Do you want to push other? Yeah, I want. I want them to like, you know, when I when I get gigs, like I like when I get painting gigs, yeah. I tell my other friends, "Do you want to paint?" Like, yeah, we like can, you we always can split the, the we can split time. like the money, because like money like from art, I don't care about that. Like, yeah, I I would I wouldn't ask you to pay me if I could paint someone or something I like. Yeah, but if you want me to paint something you like, you can pay me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just want to be that person that inspires others, others to paint, like because I've come across so many people that. Well, that's why to you're going to be successful only because not even just like art, but just because you don't find threat in other pe- in other artists no. or other people. Like all you want to do is create inspiration. I just want to like I told Lucky like he's another artist, mm-hmm. a Lucky Rabbit. I told him like. I don't care if I'm gonna get paid for this gig or not. I just want to paint, so because yeah. that's my escape. From Some reality. people like this is their life. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like they live, breathe, yeah, eat. That's how art, they, yeah. You know, and you have to give a lot of respect to that to those because, people, yeah, because that is not easy mm-hmm. to put all your like lifeline into one thing. Yeah. In, in your passion, <coughs> that's it. You know, yep. and that's why I really admire AJ because where he started from that one man show and mm. his story and how he basically spent a went back to Philippines for a year yeah. to really find himself to get to Soul where he, people see he, him now as like oh AJ's like this famous street artist yeah. but like they don't know the process that it yeah, took yeah they don't know what what to he get went there. there yeah exactly right and like like we'll never be able to relate but um you have to really give credit to where it's due yeah and you are I think that you're such a good, supportive friend, and so thank you, everybody thank you. needs like a friend like Somebody's you. Somebody's like Someone the, cheer, like the you, cheerleader. The cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, because I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to the art world yeah. or anything w- with podcasting or yeah. anything that we're putting our ener- time and energy and passion into mm-hmm. is that like it's so important to support other people. Yeah, and Filipinos really need to show each other love yeah because like they have this mentality like oh they're doing better than i am yeah and like we don't want to be a depiction of the generation that our parents was like oh like if you do something that that family is gonna speak like i don't care yeah yeah exactly yeah the neighbor is gonna say this i could care less about what the neighbors say i've had i had so many neighbors back in the philippines that were like talking bad about me like about, me. about yeah like back when I was in college yeah but now like I see them like they still do the same thing they same were doing thing, 10 years right. ago and then they'll ask your parents oh how is Paolo yeah 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 oh is he married yeah yeah oh when is he having kids blah 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 blah. he's got a lot <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of girls on his Instagram <laughs> in the DMs <laughs> the DMs <laughs> I don't oh, really. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> He's kidding. Uh, that's for the other podcast, the cozy combos. <laughs> I told you I started another podcast oh, with Lori. Wait. It's called uh, the Cozy Corner, the Cozy Combos. Okay, so what so is that about? That is um, that's a fun one because 
the idea behind that is that people can submit their hose hosiest story. Okay. Anonymously how can to I, our Gmail. How can I submit? <laughs> send me the email. Yeah, we'll send it. <laughs> and then basically we read people's story, and it's kind of like an advice column, uh-huh. like or like we read your story and we <coughs> comment Jeez. on it. That's dope. Yeah. I like that. That's like on the radio. The idea behind that one is well, it's me and Lori, but we have like a third guest. Okay. To so like give you have a guest, like yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So that I'm really launching. That when one I'm gonna, excited. When is it? So it's we have episode one, which more is is more, and it wasn't just like it's we talk about whatever. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be, but that's what we wanted to yeah. go like the cozy corner. Yeah. like me and Laurie, we wanted to start a podcast even before I, I had think weekly that'll blow up. I no, think that's that'll what blow I. Up. So yeah. uh, I only have four episodes left of season four of Weekly Hustle, and to be honest with you, the this. This podcast is obviously going to be near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. because it was the first one I started. Yeah, yeah. But I get so invested in people's story that like yeah. it's such an emotional process for yeah. me, you know. And I do feel a sense of responsibility that once you're on my podcast, you become part of like a weekly hustle community, mm-hmm. and that. And I always want to be able to promote your work or yeah. promote whatever you're doing and just show up. <coughs> you know me. what I yeah. mean? So. That's why I'm very selective on like who you gonna who I have yeah. on this podcast because sometimes I never plan some of the guests, but well, like the, your date. Yes, you know, my yeah. bumble oh, date. I was like, yo, that was yeah, dope. that was that was dope. That's still that's still a top favorite. Um, but I, but that but I always like to push the bar or like yeah. you know what I mean. You and have to podcasting like with art. There's this <coughs> whole podcasting community. Yep, that, like. You know, like you really have to yeah. grind in order to be a really good podcast. And you, you, you make money through ads. Yeah, yeah. And so eventually, I kind of want to do that. But yeah. for for weekly hustle, it's such an intimate conversation. Yeah, and just yeah. like it's like a one on one. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, but I'm I'm really excited for the cozy combo because that one's a little more like lax. Like yeah, I can that show, is exciting. Yeah, yeah, like that's exciting. Whereas this one, I may have to make sure that. You know the message comes yeah. across correctly, and I think that we had a great podcast. Like we're already like what fifty three minutes. Oh my god! In. I didn't think it would be that Crazy. long. Crazy. <laughs> um, I already knew that. Like with you, I had to do weekly hustle like this, and then potentially do another podcast with you. Of that. Um, cool. uh, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be amazing with that. <laughs> I know. I know. I think you're gonna have a better podcast there, but this was really great. Um, is Thank there, you for having me. Of course. Like, is there anything? What's What's kind of like your goals coming in this upcoming year? Now that you're um, going into your second year of being an artist, an artist. And, yeah, and you, uh, you mentioned something so earlier too. We're gonna do the. We're gonna have a fob show coming yeah. up. I can't reveal the date yet. <laughs> Asian American Month is May. Asian American month so uh, keep a lookout on that and yep. just like you know support your local artists uh, definitely follow Paolo yeah on Instagram on Instagram I post, follow I post about um, what do I post about on Instagram cat calling yeah, cat calling um, um, Paolo's great, a true feminist yeah. that's for how sure how great Donald Trump is uh, Donald Trump <laughs> about flat earth about flat earth he has a good you have you have he has a good uh, British accent. You should talk on video. On video, I don't know. We'll eventually, I'm I'm thinking about doing my 
because I, I always wanted to vlog like I tried vlogging like yeah, when yeah, I first yeah. moved there yeah. and I felt so stupid because I was holding a camera people were like <laughs> vlogging I wasn't a thing yet it's back then it's not a thing but people now people were like looking at me like like what is he doing? Like, doing? Now I see people do it. I'm like I should have like done it. Yeah, I, I, I want to document my whole life. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah, um, why not? Because I'm like, damn, I need to put my phone down sometimes. But but life happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I forget the things that I posted yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. a, a day ago. Sometimes I really That's why do. I'm, I told myself that this year I was gonna slow down on posting. But like the last three weeks, like so many things has so happened many things every happen day, and I felt like I it's had to. It's less share. for people, but more of a reminder for yourself. Yeah. I look back on some of my archives, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like your memory. Yeah. 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 It's like a timeline thing for yourself. Right. For yeah. yourself. Um. So yeah. What What are you looking forward to this upcoming year, other than? Um, the fob show that yeah the fob show coming up paolo's the the business manager of it all <laughs> yeah i'm like the what do you call that boss head in the of mob? Head, <laughs> yes what do you call that um head bitch in charge <laughs> hbic <laughs> um, uh, but yeah the fob show but um, organizing <coughs> things for a bunch of artists is really it's is really not because <laughs> everyone has their own pr- uh like say I te- we text in the group yeah. not everyone's gonna read it straight away and, yeah. but then there's others that's gonna reply straight away so they're not gonna be able to read it because they don't wanna go like they don't wanna scroll up yeah. so um, yeah I've just recently started figuring out who I, who I need to text personally Yeah. who I have to call because they don't Handling read the messages the logistics that's yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta call the person yep. to get a contact. Sometimes you real people need things written out. And you know what's weird is like my personal life. Like there's people that text me that I haven't replied to in like two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so those girls that he hasn't re- don't <laughs> don't be offended. Yeah, that, Every, don't be offended. There's so many people waiting for a text back. <laughs> don't leave them on red, Paolo. Um, Maybe that's my karma. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Player, player, player. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. This is awesome. This is This fun. is my first time on a podcast. On a podcast? Yep. Well, you were on this before. Oh yeah, but not like as yeah. like one-on-one. Yeah. But yeah I w- Paolo's uh, a host too, so he has that voice for radio. I used to. I yeah. used to host. But yeah. be on the lookout for the FOB stuff coming up in May. Is there anything else? Any upcoming murals do you want people to check? Um, oh, we have the one in the warehouse in um, Brooklyn yes. for Sea Market. So, Sea Market in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's That's on, on 15th in Gowanus. Yeah, they have. Are you guys all done? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. So, um, are you guys doing something? Apparently, they're planning to do like an opening. Yeah, like so, a, yeah, I'll let do you like know a cookout do. or something. I think, like, yeah, because like they. So one of the uh, like one of the partners in the business, yeah. um, Fred, like he owns like restaurants and has restaurant connections. Yeah, I think what they're planning to do is just do an opening to, because they're planning to do like this whole. I think they're planning to like turn it into an art district as well. So yeah, that area. Yeah, like where the warehouses yeah. are. So they're gonna. That'd be cool if they had like a bunch that. of food trucks and just yeah, like on a good yeah. day. I think that's what then, they're planning to do. And then like have people go on and take pictures. It's yeah. pretty awesome what you guys are doing there. So Mad Villain's not done yet. Um, Jappy doesn't have a wall because he got deported. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jappy. Jappy is like painting Dubai, so it's yeah, like <laughs> he, he painted in um, no India. He was India, in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, um, I'm helping out lucky, a lucky rabbit.